What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Powell to the People, a podcast, episode 202. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with anything New York City transit related, there is no expert I trust more than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? I'm good. It's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, there's nobody I trust more than my favorite director, my brother's in the house, Mr. Mark Powell. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? And when I want to talk New York City real estate, there's nobody I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I call him my cousin. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing? Pretty well. Uh, I guess we're all relatively healthy, which is good news. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let's, let's stop real quick. Um, somebody was trying to throw me shade for being, quote unquote, late to, uh, to the taping of our podcast. That somebody is a retired body, unlike myself, which is still working. So when I left Metropolis, a.k.a. NYC, it was a little bit of traffic. So I got here as quickly as I could and gave you guys updates. Is that not true? That is definitely accurate, and I, I guess that, 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 that's all. That's all you need. You know, well, I, 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 well, is that not true? Is a yes or no uh, question. That's all I need is a simple answer. It's it's accurate, but I mean, we need to talk about a person's history. You know, um, you know, you you forgot to mention we get ready to record after a person talks to you about your tardiness, and oh, I gotta go get my power cord. Man, what do you mean you gotta that's get your power cord? That's not a, that's not a my that's not a me issue, and. Since we're talking about we're getting ready to record, we couldn't even record because things weren't even set up to be straight to begin with. And like my profession, you're ready to take, you're ready to take. You don't sit there and go, hey, listen, we got to do this, we got to do that. But I was on time and I gave you guys updates. Somebody acted like I just rolled in here, Eddie King style, whenever the hell I want to. (laughs) You see? Hey, big bro, you see, this is why supervision needed Ooh. to deal with this six, eight, nine, ten months ago when I talked about it. Not only is he shooting me, he's letting supervisor know you wasn't even ready neither, man. He don't want to hear nothing about it. He need to deal with this guy, man. I know that's your brother. You need to deal with him. That's all I'm going to say. He, <laughs> Yo, he, threw, he threw daggers, Derek. I mean, exactly. straight for the he, he, ain't, he ain't jump around. He said he should have been, his stuff should have been ready. And, and guess what? You ain't hear nothing from the supervisor. Are you on mute? He talking about you. That's your brother, man. Deal with him, man. I I, I understand everybody's excitement. Exactly, uh, man. Everybody's excited but you. Somebody has to to maintain some level of common sense here, some level of decorum. First of all, he did, to his his defense, Mark did indeed uh, keep everybody updated as to what was going on. I made the adjustment once I heard about the yep. the, the delay, uh, which we all agreed to. And then we find ourselves, I mean, there, there's a, a new technology we're working with. And so there's, you know, anytime you work with new technology, you got to expect to have some sort of glitches. We had a couple, but we're back on track. So there's no reason to start this podcast oh. with so much, so much animus. I don't understand. Well, somebody's somebody always first to You were not prepared. You were not prepared. In his profession, what he does, they're always prepared. You were not prepared. That's what he said. I'm sorry. But I somebody like to acting like as if you know, like I was just rolling in here whenever hell I wanted to roll in here, like you Ooh. know. And that's the thing. I was like, no, no. I let you guys know exactly what was going on. 
Well, let me um, say this about Mark's profession. Uh, it's it's prepared when he gets there because there was somebody there before he got there keeping it working. I mean, it's not like they turn it off for the day. No, they no, keep it on true. all day. So mm-hmm. so the, 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 the systems are already... They've already been uh, troubleshot. It's, They've already been worked out because it's a for twenty and then, right twenty four well, hour situation. Anthony, well, that's what you're supposed to have done. You you see, it was a new screen, new everything. So you're supposed to take care of all that stuff. By the time we got on, we wouldn't have had no problem. I assume you didn't do that, and we have a problem here. What is going oh. on today, man? I'm telling I you. See, I tell you what's going on. Beyonce is about to leave Destiny's Child. Is what's about to happen. <laughs> Man, they going at you so hard. But I mean, what they tell you when when I was what I'm about to be doing. Listen to me. When I was working, you got to deal with problematic employees, or other employees have a tendency of becoming problematic. If we see one employee getting away with, you know, not answering tech messages every time you try to accommodate their schedule, they got something to do. They got to do this. You know, cats may start to feel, well, shoot, if it's good for him, it's good for us. And I, 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 I feel that coming from my brother today, man. I think you need to deal with what needs to be dealt with, man. That's it. Deal. Do your job. Supervise if you're going to do that, man. <laughs> That's it. You're man. right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Because there's always somebody at any job situation, no matter what the profession is, who who is constantly, constantly throwing shade at other employees. Always the squeaky wheel. And that kind can, can <laughs> indeed lead to low morale and a little backbiting among the other members of the situation. Now I'm trying to think of who in this particular force would be the one who would be constantly throwing shade at others, who's always reaching out to supervision to correct somebody else? Who could that possibly be? be? You know what is amazing? After we we had six minutes and four seconds, five seconds of recording, he, he wants to now act like I'm the one who brought all this up. We need to go to the tape. It's your brother. Deal with him, man. The guy's <laughs> running amok, man. Today, at least the audience has proof. It is not Derek. It is Mark who brought it to everybody's attention of what he will not tolerate. And, you know, the supervisor, as usual, instead of dealing with the, the tough employee, he want to go to the meat guy. Like, yo, man, you need to get your... No, I had to get to you because the first thing I get on after... I mean, literally, even when I got no, no, into no, the let house, me let me stop yeah. you, Mark, because I because I, I, obviously this this we ha- we must nip this in the bud. So your response was in it was to who? Was it to me? No, it was to Derek. It was to, oh. it was to Eddie Kane. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Eddie Kane was the one that I got on the first. Thing I got on the mic. He was chirping at me like like I had been sitting around you know eating Cheetos all day long and decided to come on and take the podcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cheetos are a very good snack, excellent snack. Especially the crunchy cat. The issue, I guess, for me that got me riled up is after we ready to record. Oh, hold on. I got to get my power cord. Man, you already late. And you still ain't got your power cord? <laughs> I'm just thinking you have everything. You bring everything with you. Yo, give me five minutes. Give me Just because you keep me informed, that don't mean you ain't late. You're late, man. Shoot, man. All right. Just let, me, let, let, me, let me, just so I'm clear. I just want, I just want, all, of, I want all of us and our audience to be clear. Is this coming from the guy who we used to wait for 
for uh-huh. hours on end to get it right. Uh, I can't do the podcast this week, fellas, because I don't know what's going on with my electronics. Don't have a Is microphone. It? Don't have a headset. Uh, Verizon doing this. I don't know what's going on. My computer, you know, we would talk. He was responding three days later because his computer was all messed up. <laughs> oh, so we want to go back three years ago. That was insistent <laughs> now. In the last two years, ever since the pandemic, and when I retired, I'm ahead of the game and on time. Talk to me about what I'm doing now. I don't want to hear you score 30 in the CYO league. This is varsity. What are you scoring now? That's what I want to talk about, man. No, no, I just I just want to be clear because, again, if, if correct me if I'm wrong. I ask Keith if, if I'm wrong. Uh, was I not accommodating to all of those situations? Yes, you were, sir. So, 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 how many more chances your brother got? Let's just get that. <laughs> okay, I'll answer that question. He has as many as you had. Well, then his day, today's his last day. It's up because I'm tired of it. <laughs> okay, okay, we, I'm a nip, like you said, I'm a nip it in the bud. Today's his last day. I got, I got receipts. I got text messages. You say 12, he can't do 12. It's 12 30. It's this, it's that. Yo, it's over, man. Supervision, I'm stepping up on you, you know, because you don't want to deal with it. Mark, don't be late next week. That's what I'm telling you. Don't be late next week. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's it. I have spoken. Being that your brother don't want to do it, I'm going to do it, all right? All right, so let me just I'll, I'll take a vote. Are you, are you in agreement with this, Keith? Uh, yes. We're going to okay. stick together. And, and, now, are you in agreement with it, supervisor? Well, again... My job is not to to cause uh, dis uh, you know the, uh, to to cause discontent among the four of us. My job is to keep us together. So I'm kind of like again, uh, Beyonce and Destiny's Child. See, if I don't it was know Destiny's Child, then it became Beyonce and Destiny's Child. <laughs> you need to keep the two of us happy. Make a decision. Okay, so that's two of you. And it's Mark, a family are, are, are you are you in agreement with this? Agree what that I, that I'll be on time. I I am on time. Okay. So he says he's on time. So what's the problem? None here. You don't believe he on time. <laughs> he on time. <laughs> <laughs> For ten minutes, we had ten minutes and twenty seconds. We dealing with his tardiness. There's a problem. Deal with him. Okay. That's what we want you to do is deal with him. Well, I I thought we addressed the tardiness again. The, the, exactly. the, the lateness, the lateness was established, and we made an adjustment way before yeah, it wasn't late. Yeah, I had, had I don't have a hovercraft or a jet. I had to deal with NYC traffic, so I got you know planned on being out one time, left a little later because I had to work, and then <laughs> got in the road, and then there's traffic. You know, really construction, but you know, unless it's still traffic. And I, you know, I had to make my adjustments. Right, and that's and and, and, that's and everybody fine. accommodated that adjustment. I understand that, Mark, because uh, getting around in New York City right now is oh crazy. Traffic is just horrendous everywhere you go, from the Bell Parkway to the Staten Island Expressway to the Harlem River. FDR fucked up. New York City at its best, and this is yeah. in the morning time. So yeah. you, so you're giving them a pass, thank you. No, I understand. Oh. I understand. You got to put that helicopter back out there, cause you, you know, so you so can make it on time. All this money we making, we supposed to be flying. He ain't supposed to be driving from work. He supposed to be flying home. So he enjoys the visceral pleasures that one gets from driving uh, okay. in New York. I mean, you know, the, 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 
the thing about him driving, and especially if, if it's traffic, he just doesn't seem like he's patient. You know, I, I get this feeling of him just blowing a horn, trying to cut people off. That's just me. That's just no, what I see. No, that I don't do because people aren't saying. I don't need anybody pulling out a, you know, literally pulling out a gun and such fine at a Because <laughs> I double tapped the horn when he sat there on their phone. No, I sit there and I wait. Okay. It's, it's not Change. Worth, Change it is not worth, you know, I've seen. Okay, change. I've seen guys go to the back of the cars, get out the baseball bat to beat up cars. I am not going to be one of those dudes. Change. So saying is, so what you're saying is, is that your patience is the reason why you're late today. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm saying that this city, like Derek, like Keith said, is ridiculously hard to get around. And the funny thing is, the part of Manhattan that I come out of wasn't that bad. It starts. You can say it, Midtown. Go ahead. Yeah, well, Midtown. midtown. Yeah, at least part. Well, because I'm Midtown is obviously pretty vague. Well, I, I go across 57th Street. You said the part of Manhattan. That's pretty vague. I mean, well, part of Manhattan. I go, I, go across, I go across 57th Street, and it's not oh, that bad. you want to supervise? Oh, it's not, it's not bad 57th Street. The bridge, the Queensboro or Ed Koch, whatever hell you want to call it, that's right. a little dicey. And then once you get to the LIE, it is just... Hit or miss? It is their constructions in every in, in Queens, gotcha. Nassau, okay. Suffolk. By right. the time I get to no. my exit, it's probably leveled off. But at that point, gotcha. you wasted a good 45 minutes. So you know what we're gonna do? Just bring your power cord on time next week. How about that? Can you can you do that? Hey, right, I can definitely you. do that. All right, that's can you have the, yeah, can you have can you have the computer charge knowing yeah, that you that can take? I can it. definitely do because okay, so that's fine. We good. We good. We good. We good. All right, we got to the bottom of it. I'm glad I had to. I got involved and settled this. Great. <laughs> Taking credit, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm glad. I'm, you know what? I mean, if if not you. Then maybe we could have got Dennis Rodman to work out these issues because apparently, <laughs> apparently yeah, Dennis Rodman is going to uh, Russia to yeah. try to, to negotiate the release of Brittany Griner, who's been held there for for a few months now. Um, and yeah. you know, Dennis Rodman, who's who, that, who, who's 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 uh, Ace Boone Coons with Kim Jong whatever Kim Jong Il mm. or whatever, yeah. Mm. Yeah. and apparently friends with Putin. You know, he yeah, might be able to pull it off. He's, he's, the quote was from Robin that we had uh, that he's actually, Robin said, Putin's actually a nice guy. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry, not nice. Putin's a cool guy. I'm like, oh my wow. gosh. This yeah, if he's not, if he don't have you in the gulag, if he's not having you poisoned with some, uh, you know, some some radioactive plutonium, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's chill. Oh, 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 Other than that, he's perfectly fine. Hey, Mo, what's How was the play, uh, Mr. Lincoln? Yeah. <laughs> uh, incident, uh, yesterday that they blew up. Uh, some lady in Russia, but they yeah. but they was trying to kill the, the husband or something, the boyfriend? Yeah, one of uh, Putin's, I'm not sure what the term is, uh, I guess cronies or, or like uh, supporters. They were trying to kill one of his supporters in a, in a car bomb, you know, like uh, uh, Scarface style. Mm-hmm. And the guy either, I'm not sure of this part, either got tipped off or just didn't take that ride. He His daughter took the ride and you know, bomb doesn't know who's in the car. Bomb just knows to go off, and yeah. daughter got killed. Yeah. And then Rodman is going to do what? Okay. But remember, Rodman's relationship is a little different. And I think what is scary, and we mentioned this off air, that this guy messing around and could pull us off. That that would be scary. That he would be able to do what you know, and, and we know who he is. You know what the government wasn't able to do. But when you know we were saying about how long she's been over there. You know, like the WNBA, they in the playoffs now, right? The playoffs, she done missed the entire season now. Yeah, yeah. And now they're in the playoffs. And it's like, wow, 
over some some I guess it was some sort of oil in her uh, suitcase. And for the folks who don't know, Brittany uh, Griner, she is a uh, WNBA uh, basketball player who's being held because she plays her uh, winter ball in Russia overseas. That's how she compensates her salary. And she was over there coming back through the airport and got uh, detained. She's being detained and now she's uh, been tried and convicted of having, uh, you know, trying to uh, transport or smuggle drugs back into the uh, to the U.S. And she's still there. And Dennis Rodman, who is a former NBA player, for the olds who don't know, with the crazy hair and the earrings and the tattoos, and friends with uh, what is it, uh, Kim Chong Yu, you said, and um, Kim Jong Un, yeah, and uh, and Putin, and we did we did see the pictures of them hanging out, like having a good time. Is talking about he's going over there and he's going to see if he can bring her back. And I think I'm going on the record. I say he's successful. Put me down for that. I, you know, here's the problem. I, I think, and I, I, I kind of feel like he might pull it off, yeah, not against just it. because it's, it's, it's Rodman, but because it would be embarrassing to the yeah. United States. Yes. It yes. would be embarrassing to the Biden administration that y'all couldn't get it done, but look who was able to get it done when yes. you couldn't. Yes. You know, I agree. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disparaging Dennis Rodman, but, you know, uh, in terms yeah, of yeah, serious are. people, in terms of serious people, Dennis Rodman is not the face you visualize <laughs> when really? somebody says serious person, serious diplomat. That's not the face that comes to mind. You know, I'm, I don't know Dennis Rodman. I've never hung out. Well, actually, I have hung out with Dennis Rodman, but I don't whoa, know. Whoa, 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 wait. Hey, wait, wait. Yeah, I, we never heard this. Yeah. Oh, this, I don't even know if I want to tell a story. All right. Well, so, tell a story. You put it out there. You did not tell a story. Exactly. I, I was, uh, after they won their second championship, uh, the Pistons won. They said, "What was that? Like eighty nine, ninety? Probably about um, that. When, when did they win the second either championship? Either ninety, because I think the Bulls won their first in ninety one, ninety two, somewhere around. So it had to be ninety. So, so it had 90. to be ninety. Yeah. yeah. So eighty nine, ninety. And I was performing in Detroit. Um, Scary. That yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that Indeed. week, and they had their um, they were having a uh, it had to be like the springish. They were having the uh, post." championship celebration at some club and one of the comics that I was working with had knew the guy that was that was uh you know working the door at the club so you know we got in you know we you know they people lined up trying to get in there you know I'm standing outside you know Isaiah pulls up in the Porsche and everybody's all these guys all these pistons are pulling up to you know this club and so it was hot you know so uh we go inside I'm hanging out it's big club it was crowded you know all all the players are there and I you know I went upstairs you know, like there's like a, a a room like that's like that kind of overlooks the dance floor and everything else, but it was empty. It was just me, and I look over and it's Dennis Rodman, and you know he just he was by himself. You know, I mean literally by himself. Wow. He, he wasn't talking to me. I was, it was me. I was just I was just looking at the people. He was by himself, almost like he wanted to be by himself, and he looked depressed. This is before now, mind you. This is before the the the, the hair color change and. Right. Yeah. The glasses and the tats and all of that, and the, like as you pointed out, Dirk, the, the earrings and the nose the rings and the lip remember rings the wedding gown and, and the wedding gown. Ga- this is before gown. all of that, <laughs> and he just looked really, really sad. And I think this was either before. I, I, I remember there was a situation where he talked about being in the in the Pontiac Silverdome parking lot. Right. Oh, yes, with the shotgun. Was, yeah. So the club was, was right by the club was in Pontiac. It was right by the Silverdome. That's why I remember. So. Um, yeah, it could have been. I mean, uh, who it was knows? Because if they won a championship, he got that depressed afterwards. And then I think when Chuck left, because remember, they won a championship, then eventually 
they part ways with Chuck Daly, and that's when right. Dennis, we got the press, was sitting in the parking lot with a magnum in his lap, thinking about ending things. Wow! And because uh, he had lost his, he lost his rudder. I mean, he had yeah, lost right. the guy who he, you know, was sort of a father, not sort of, was a father figure. Father to figure, him. yeah. So that's probably that's before. But he's remember he he burst out at San Antonio. That's when he started changing the hair and going nuts and taking the shoes right. off, and then obviously just went on from there on. But when he was there in Detroit, he was just an energy quiet guy. I mean, it, and then he became this personality in San Antonio. Right. So, so yeah. So I I didn't hang out, but I hung out. He was there. I was there. With two of us upstairs, he was hanging out. I was hanging out at the club. He was hanging out at the club. He was, you know, about eight, nine feet from me. You know, I didn't talk to him. I didn't try to roll up on him because that's, you know, I've never done that to anybody. And uh, he wasn't acknowledging me. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, we both hanging out together. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody buying a drink for one another. No, but we hanging out. And like I said, I'm hanging out. He's hanging out. We're just not hanging out, you know, you know, like knowingly. Right. Oh, God. Right. Well, I'm so afraid to tell that story. Because I wasn't sure about the, because I can't remember the, you know, it's a long time ago and I can't remember the time frame about his. Oh, his, his suicide, yeah, yeah, that and was his mental after. state, and as, and I'm saying because I do remember, I that was the thought that crossed my mind when I was there. I was like, wow, this guy looks really, really. I mean, it's a party. I mean, you know, he's celebrating champions. He looks exactly really, the really too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, because I mean, everybody else that came, you know, Mark McGuire, all the other dudes that was down there that I'm watching, you know, I'm not talking out of school, but you know, they they was having a good time in that club, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Uh, and I'm saying, you know, you part of this championship thing too. You you part of this too, right? But he wasn't having a good time. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, right. I mean, I, I tend to I tend to run into people in these spaces, you know, the same way. I, I ran into uh, Mike Tyson's trainer, uh, the one that was with him with uh, Buster Douglas in Japan. I told you oh. the story, right, Mark? Uh, uh, oh, I know. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So tell. yeah. I, I, <laughs> so again. Uh, at somewhere in, and I'm not sure, in, in eastern Pennsylvania somewhere. Uh, I forget this guy's name, too, man. I, I, uh, the, I forget the trainer's name. But anyway, you know, I do the show. And after the show, you know, people say, yeah, man, we're going to this place to hang out. You know, and they tell me where it is. So I said, okay, cool. I'll, you know, come over and I come in. And, the, you know, the guys that were at the, the comedy club were, you know, like really excited. And they were like, yeah, hey, you know, so-and-so. And let me introduce you to uh, uh, this guy. And I didn't know who he was. And they explained it was Mike. Tyson's trainer. I got to find the name. And um, this is right after. This is like, this is not even weeks after. This is this is months after. This is a couple of weeks after Mike Tyson had gotten uh, beaten by Buster Douglas in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this guy is like the nicest guy. There was, uh, uh, oh man, I wish if you can find his name. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, trying to Google it right now. Um, and he was the nicest. He's, you know, he's talking, oh wow, great. He's talking about comedy. We're having laughs and chuckling. He's buying me drinks. You know, yeah, you know, have another drink, you know, because he was there. Everybody knew him. You know, they know me. He's buying drinks and he's just real, real gregarious and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, sure, we're having fun. Let me ask this cat a question because this is one I want to know. Everybody wants to know what happened. So I said, listen, I said, you know, uh, I think it's Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Snow, Aaron Snow, Aaron Snow, something like that. I'm not getting any names at all. And uh, so this is after you left Kevin Rooney and all these guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so uh, these are the Don King's guys. I said, what happened? I said, what happened in Tokyo? I said, was he 
was he was he not training as hard as he usually did, or you know, did he did he underestimate Buck, uh, Buster Douglas? I mean, what what happened? All of a sudden, this nice sweetheart of a man <laughs> lost his shit. He went crazy. I was like, I was like, he was like, man, what the fuck you think happened? What the fuck? He he got knocked out. That's what the fuck happened. Uh, and I realized as I said the question is, you know, and as soon as the last word left my mouth, I thought to myself, I said, you know what? Maybe this is a question he's asked, been asked a lot, and has heard right. a lot, and maybe I shouldn't be bringing this up. That's what right. was the guy named either Ronnie Shields or Tony Brooks? No, no, it wasn't Tony Brooks. It was uh, I think it's I think his name was uh, Aaron Snow. I think I, I I cannot remember. And he just lo- I remember he lost it. Man, he was like, you know, yeah. And all of a sudden, man, the drink stopped flowing. And he put his put his you know he put his elbows out around his drink. You know, and like you know, just like to, to guard his space. And I was like, you know what? All right, well, listen, man. You know, uh, thank you for the you know for the beverages. I gotta go. You know, I walked off, man. But uh, you oh, know, I mean, this, this is what it is. You know, that's like, a sore topic. Yeah, it's the wrong question. Uh, exactly. Wrong yeah, question. but you know, I mean, but, you know, think about it. It was the it was like the biggest sports story of the year. Mike, if he I won, Mike it would have been the biggest story. But he lost. You know, can't talk about lost. You know, hell. No, but the, the fact that he lost to Buster Douglas, this 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 uh, journeyman fighter. You know, uh, and and the biggest upset in boxing. What did you say the name was, Anthony? Aaron? What? I think it's Aaron. Aaron Snow. Snow. Aaron, Aaron Snowwell. Yep, Aaron Snow. Okay, yeah, that's exactly who it was. You know, so uh, yeah, he, he was out. Like I said, I mean, he. <laughs> I hope he ain't listening. Yeah, I'm saying, so if you guys see each other in the street, you are going the other way. Ass whooping, man. Shoot, bring not ask guys up. questions after they lost. I don't think the response is going to be very nice. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's not. Yeah, it's not the only time I've been around that though, man. It's uh, in Buffalo. Uh, you don't learn, do you? I, it wasn't me though. This wasn't me. I'm in Buffalo, and uh, I do the radio show up in Buffalo. There's, a, a, uh, you know, uh, I think the local, you know, black station up in Buffalo, and apparently they they play that station at the time they were playing in it. You know, they play it in the Bills uh, training facility. So I'm at a club later on, um, and I meet, you know, Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith and Cornelius Benedict. Big boys, big boys. Yeah, Bruce and is I, a nice guy. Bruce is the nicest guy on the planet. And I tried to explain to Bruce, I said, man, you know, we have family members in common. Our first cousin, Mark and my, my first cousin, my, my mother's nephew, is Bruce Smith's first cousin through on his wow. mother's side. And I, but I couldn't remember that at the time. I was just trying to say, yeah, you know, and I was, you know, I couldn't remember how to put it all together. And we just talked. He said, listen, man, you know, get all that, man. You know, I got to tell you, I really, really enjoyed what you said on the radio. I forget what's talking about education or something like that on the radio this morning, man. I said, you know, he said, it's good, you know, for young brothers to be having these conversations and putting that stuff out there, man, because we all need it. You know, we all, you know, we all have to be role models and stuff. It was like a really uplifting conversation. I said, man, what a nice guy. And then Courtney is Bennett standing there and he's nodding his head and it's chill. And then this guy that I'm with and this 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 grouping said, let me ask you a question here, Bruce. Oh, boy. <laughs> Slide away. I'm like, he said, now, this is a nightclub. It's a disco. It's the music is banging, man. You know, I'm, I'm you know, uh, what's this? Craig Mack, you know, brand new flavor in your ears playing on the radio. <laughs> Crowd's heads is bouncing. Hands is waving. Cats is having a ball. And he says, how y'all lose oh, four Super Bowls in a row? 
You ever see them old westerns where all of a sudden they start closing the shutters and they get grabbing the kids and bolting the doors like two guys on the street about to go at it? And uh, tumbleweed is rolling, man. Yeah, yeah, man. It got it gets quiet. Everybody's nervous. The the saloon keeper starts to get below the counter and everything else. And I'm like, oh snap! And I look at Bruce's face, and I saw like the eye twitched for like a hot second. Yeah. Then he was like, he was cool with this today, man. You know, listen, uh, you know, things happen. You know, it's just, it's the game of football. It, real cool. I done heard this before. I done worked through it. You know, after after many years of trying to get through it, uh, worked it all out. I'm I'm good now. Kind of response. You know, uh, things happen. You know, and 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 uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's just the way the ball bounces. I mean, you know, the, if the ball doesn't go, you know, wide right. Then we're not even having this conversation, you know, or whatever. He said, "Yeah, man, I hear all that though." Uh-oh. Oh boy! <laughs> but how you lose four Super Bowls in a row? <laughs> Maybe it was my imagination, but I could have swore I heard the record skip. I was like, "Oh boy, it's about to." Be. I got to get away from this man. And he looked at me, and then I saw. Now I got nervous because I saw Cornelius Bennett. Start to ease his ass away, sliding to the right away from, <laughs> from Bruce Spin. Of course, Biscuit was about 6'4", 255. I'm like, oh, boy, if he nervous, right. this might be a problem up in here. <laughs> and, you know, and apparently in Buffalo, Bruce, I mean, Bruce, when he first got to Buffalo, you know, he had a reputation for being a little bit of a hellraiser, man. So, you know, um, I forget I forget the guy's name, but, you know, eventually Bruce just said, hey, man, I'm, you know, nice talk. He looked at me and said, hey, man, I enjoy talking to brother. I got to go. I got to go. I, right. I got to get out of here. I, go I got to go right now. Right. So he walked away. So uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, I'm always in 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 those 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 mm-hmm. uncomfortable situations, man. Damn, I'm glad you survived. You ain't get your ass kicked. If nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the Aaron Snow one though. Did, yeah. I, I definitely, I felt, ner- I felt nervous ass, there because he took the ass whooping. You my cousin, but that should have been ass whooping, man. No, yeah. no, he he, he would have been right too. I mean, you know, because it was personal. Because you know, because. You know, I mean, remember after that fight, all the blame was on because Don King had, had mm-hmm. you know, gotten him. Uh, I think this is this is before this is before Don King, but he was like, uh, I mean, uh, um, Customado and all those guys, all of that that group had been separated. So Don King is now kind of moving and promoting him, and they got rid of Kevin Rooney and all the right. guys that had been training him mm-hmm. and putting in his own trainers. So the pressure was on them, and they just figured they could kind of come in and just you know pick up where Kevin Rooney and those guys left off. But Mike was was literally boxing by the numbers. You know, Kevin Rooney and those guys would just call out the combos that Mike would execute, and he was destroying people. And you got these guys going, yeah, do what you do, man. You know. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and so, uh, and then when it was time, when Mike was in trouble, you know, they made no adjustments, and then Mike got knocked out, you know. uh, They they were catching high holy hell from everywhere. They're supposed to. They were supposed to. And that guy could have lost his job behind that fight. You're going to ask him that. He worrying about how you going to pay the rent, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mm. He got a trip oh to God. Tokyo, man. I can't feel bad for him. Uh, <laughs> and he clearly had enough, he had enough money to buy drinks for every damn body. So why am I doing that? Until you ruin the night. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up his high. <laughs> so uh speaking about high and 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 situations i guess health related situations dr fauci is stepping down man dr fauci is stepping down 
from uh, the CDC. And I don't know how I feel about it. I, feel, I mean, he's been there for 50 years, which is a long time. You think 50 years of, of, yeah. of one job in government. Uh, but he's so good at it. You know, uh, quiet as it's kept. You know, people try to lay this 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 COVID on him, but he it wasn't his policies. He was following the policies that that were coming from the top. Uh, meanwhile, trying to warn everybody and trying to you know just trying to keep it you know keep it cool and keep it moving so that he could keep his job and 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 keep helping people. Uh, but I guess he feels you know that, that some comfort in, in knowing that maybe Biden will pr- promote somebody. Uh, decent to replace him, man. But I, I do feel some kind of way because I feel like this dude is, you know, kind of, you know, kind of shepherded us, us through. Your thoughts? Yeah. yeah, he was a he wasn't appointed. He wasn't an appointed um, cabinet member or, or at all. And the people trying to lay COVID on him is kind of stupid because, like any doctor or any any kind of smart person, he was doing things that made sense. And when things changed. He tried to change with that. And the dumb people made it seem like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. Or he's keep kind of, well, if the road always says go left, because that's what the path is, and then suddenly becomes blocked, if you continue to go left, you're a fool. You got to adjust and say, you know what? We, learned, we have more information. We're going to try this. And quite frankly, nobody knew what to do. I mean, think about some of the things we were doing early on in the pandemic. We were wiping down with wipes, you know. Grocery at, boxes. Grocery boxes. <laughs> you know, that makes no sense. So when the left, or not the left, when the right, and, and some far left, you know, I know we, we bang on the right a lot, but there were some far kooky left people saying, oh, man, you can't get COVID from this and that and everything else. And he just, like a scientist is supposed to do, change his, I guess, not opinion, but I guess opinion, opinion and or uh, rationale when situations change or you learn more. As, and, as new but, facts emerge, you, you make yeah, adjustments. And, it, and as you... As you and, and as you start going, you know, okay, we, we got to adapt. I mean, if we all play sports. You can't sit there and, and continue to play the same system unless you're Doc Rivers. And 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 then and you have to adapt and adjust to change the situations. And that's what he was doing. But they, the far right and the far left, the kooks, you know, the, the TikTok people, made it seem like he didn't know anything. Like this man who had been doing his job forever had no sense at all. Remember, he's been around, when I say forever, he was around early on when HIV first jumped on the right. scene. He was, he was, he yeah, of, he was on, right. And he's been through, now like he's he's been through all presidents, all administrations. So it was annoying to watch people try to take down a man who was actually done some things and defend a moron. Mm-hmm. And you know, what I liked about him, anytime they interview him, he was well prepared. He had the answers that he could answer. And what he didn't know, he said he would get back to them. And like, like you say, Mike, I mean, uh, Mark, all those other people that are throwing all these daggers, they ain't know a goddamn thing about anything. They just following the crowd, the TikTok people and all that other stuff. But he kept it real and he put it out there. This is what you should not do. And this yeah. is what you should do. He was very, very comforting during that time where it seems like he was always calm, no matter what was going on. And, you know, he if you wanted somebody to deliver bad news, he's the guy. Because it was never like he was beating you over your head. This is where we at. This is what we do. This is what the data is showing. And this is how it needs to go. My father, your uncle, this is a quote in 2020. I don't care. I'm doing what Fauci said do. If Fauci said do this, and he would, he loved this guy. And I believe it had a lot to do because he won me over with his knowledge and his presentation. And he was just always 
he was never under pressure in spite of what was going on. He was always calm. That's, you know, his retirement is well-deserved, but yes, I will miss his comfort because he was, he was on point with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with, with all of what you guys said and that, that is that there's something to be said for, for a steady hand on, on the wheel when, when, when the sea is turbulent. I mean, because uh, we were in a state of panic. Nobody knew nothing. You know, we, this was this kind of caught us all off guard. We were learning on the fly. And, uh, you know, again, you know, he told you what he knew when he knew it. And then if new information came that contradicted what he said. And this is where I think people are just stupid. When he got new information, he didn't say, well, uh, this new information doesn't matter. He says, all right, I know more now. I'm going. We got to change. Yeah, that's we doing X. Now we got to do Y. Now that we know we didn't know before. Now we know. But people are like, oh, well, he doesn't know. Come on, man. You didn't go to med school. This is not your specialty. <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? You know, so, uh, you know, I, I think he was he was good for the pandemic in, in, in a way, in the same way that Andrew Cuomo was good for New York during the pandemic, even though uh, the governor, Capi Tutti Governors, is no longer the governor of New York. Um, although I kind of, I do kind of miss him, especially, you know, now, but, uh, he, he, I think Fauci oh, had that. Oh, you, you say you miss him now? I, I missed him before. I, I never, I never said I didn't like Cuomo. I just said that, you know, he might have to step down. I mean, you know, he was, he was, he was caught out there. And then, you know, then when it all shook out, no, you realize. I mean, when you say he's caught out there, remember, you know, please add in there are no charges. There are no charges. Okay, good. That, all the investigations didn't really turn up anything. And it was clearly. Uh, a political move to get him out of there yes. by your friend, uh, Tisha James. Um, so <laughs> listen to me, you know, and, and you see, I'm speechless, you know, like that's, that's my friend, you know, I don't know why she went at him like that. And I don't know if, um, for the audience. Um, I don't know if you heard the, the state of New York was trying to sue him for the money that he made on the book uh, regarding the pandemic, that was, you know, he, he doesn't have to give that money back, you know, Judge ruled last week. So once again, the uh, Teflon Don comes out on top, you know. I knew he should have stayed in the office. I got to talk to him. I got to talk to him, man. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, again, I mean, you, I can't, I can't, you know, uh, people are going to hate for whatever reasons they're hating on, but I, you know, I, I had no issues with Cuomo and people say, well, you know, this anti-woman, you're anti-woman and you're misogynist. Um, again, I, I don't, I, I can't buy into that. I don't know what the situation was. Nobody knows nothing but the two people in the room. And he says one thing and she says something else. And then you do the investigation and you can't find anything, especially, Something and, and I always feel like this, and I, we made the same conversation about the Sean Watson. When the person is that high profile, and a career can be made by getting that high profile person by grabbing the brass ring, and you can't do it, that's it. Just that maybe there's not a lot there. There you go. And and I, I would say that about Cuomo. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I I think Hochul is fine, and she should win re-election in New York yes. State. Democratic um, state. but uh I don't think she she's 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 got the moxie and and the chutzpah of an Andrew Cuomo. Um, he's a better politician. He's he's got all that, but yeah, I think she's doing fine. Me too. Yeah. They they feared Cuomo. He had what I consider the Malcolm X power. This man has too much power here in the state of New York, and all those other people were afraid sure. of what he could have done. That's what that's what I look at. 
Well, no, that's, 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 a good that's the most power you can get in the, in the, yeah. in the No, he had more power than that. As Dirk said, when he talked it to the TV, oh, people scared, started already. digging in their pockets. I got, the, I got you, Andrew. I mean, I, I got you covered. I, I'm still looking in this house for the respirators, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, God damn, man, you bad, man. Woo. Ooh, but so, give me a flashback on that one, big bro. He scared me that day. I'm like, man, now, in New York, speaking of, of of government in New York, in New York, they, 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 they New York City. I don't know what's. I mean, Lost I don't know what's happening here. They done lost their minds here. That what Mark was talking uh, about the traffic in the beginning, um, but it's not just the traffic. It's all of these 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 arbitrary traffic head scratching, uh, mind numbing ideas they have. There's a million and one bike lanes in New York City. I live on. I live in Queens, and I ride up and down Queens Boulevard on a regular basis. All of Queens Boulevard, both sides, they have bike lanes. I cannot tell you how many bikes I've seen. Riding them damn bikes. You think it's you think it's Beijing the way they got all the bike lanes out there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ain't nobody riding no bikes. The only people I see riding bikes is the delivery people. Exactly. You know? That's it. I don't see like people just you know biking for their because you'd have to be a damn fool to be out there on Queens Boulevard biking for your health. You might ride two or three blocks and then get run over. So, <laughs> so there's no point to even having a bike lane. It just it screws up the traffic. It takes away parking uh, spaces that yes. New York City desperately needs. Um, and now they've gone another step. They're telling people that drive large SUVs and big size trucks that they may no longer be able to bring them into the city. I know it might not affect me no, or you, Mark. Me either, no, but it affects or somebody. You, Derek, but and I know somebody me. who might be affected by it. <laughs> Listen, you tell them motherfuckers, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping my Samuel truck. Keith is back. Uh, you gotta be crazy. How you gonna tell people they can't drive the truck? Because you feel they're causing accidents. I I consider those little sport cars, they'd be dipping in and out on the highway. They cause more accidents, hit people. Ain't the big trucks hitting people and hit and run? Well, they're saying they're saying that the pedestrian, because of the nature of some of these, like these really big, like these big giant Ram trucks and these Escalades and these Yukons and Denali's and all those cars. And Suburbans, um, and Suburbans, and, and Suburbans, right? Suburbans. So they have these high hoods and it's hard, it's hard well, to see I'm coming people. in New York with mines on either Thursday or Friday. What y'all going to do? Uh, listen, it's not a me problem, it's you problem. Um, so I'll be fine. Won't be pulling me over. Uh, but yeah, that's what they're saying. They said they want to make sure, because again, now that in, in citywide, uh, they're worried about the pedestrian deaths, and I mentioned Queens Boulevard, which is which is notorious for uh, yeah. pedestrian deaths. Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, and and they're mentioning like you know the, the, again the reason the rationale is that because they have these high hoods, you know it's hard for some of these guys to see, especially when somebody steps off the curb. I mean, I, I think that's kind of silly because anybody that's driven in an SUV, and I know you can you can speak to this, Keith. You ride higher, so you your actual your your ability to see, yeah, that <laughs> especially see the sides and see the sides of the roads and see over the cars. You are able to see pedestrians much better than somebody sitting in a low slung car, yeah, like my son. Uh, you know, which uh, I, yeah, I tell yeah, you, well, I tell you what, I ride with him. You know, it's it's, it's a nightmare. Pressing that imaginary, imaginary brake on the right hand side is, is just it's tiresome, you know. No, it makes sense because you're on a car like his car, you, you feel like you're always peeking around a corner, no matter no matter who you come up against. And you get an SUV, you can feel like okay, I can see past or around something. And, and in some cases, you can see passing around what's going to be traffic, so you can move over a lane sooner. Versus 
you know, you're going, 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 boom. Now you, you pulled up behind a bus, uh, uh, an Uber or something like that. So I don't, I don't understand. I'm pretty sure there's some kind of quote unquote data or some kind of algorithm that proves that these trucks do that, but it doesn't seem to pass the logic test to me. If I'm up higher, I can see clearer. Therefore, it's easier for me to drive. Mark, you, you, you come in from Manhattan and you see the pedestrian traffic, traffic and you see how people cross the street. I noticed this when I was in Brooklyn. The light is green and people's just still walking and cars are coming down and they looking at the cars like, y'all better stop. But you have that individual who doesn't think like that and says, you better move out my fucking way. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> Those are the ones that hit you. Yeah, yeah. And that's how that works out. But common sense, if it's green, you wait. But they, they'll just walk right out there like, you're not going to hit me. I'll sue you. But you're not going to be around to be sued. No, you're not. Because they're going to hit you and keep going. They're going to be like, hit and run. You know, we're looking for this car. Because, you know, you got the cameras down and stuff. And most of the time, people are hitting people are with stolen cars. Ain't got to be trucks. These are just people driving. And they don't care. No, so it's you, true. You tell, it's... That, you tell that whoever made up that stupid motherfucking law, fuck him and his Ooh, little I, fucking car. I think, that, I, think, I think that might be a Derek's man. I'm not sure. I don't think that's Eric, man. I know E. You, you, why you want to blame E for everything, man? Because of, he only has to deal with Jersey traffic, not New York traffic. to <laughs> blame it E. Yeah, for you got a good point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not, not an issue e. on the turnpike. You know, I, I <laughs> run it by him, man. I run it by him, but I think he's good on that because he's he rides around in the Escalade, man. I'm pretty sure. You know, so I, I run it by him. Well, I get back to you, big. So the city of New York is going to downsize all their cars now. That seems to be a, that seems to be a move that they're making. I mean, again, think about this. That you know, uh, we were just talking. We we're talking about it off the air, and I just got a ticket. And New York City now has got, I think, a citywide twenty-five mile an hour speed limit, which is, you know, it's again. I think Mark is right when he says the algorithms. Yes, you know, if you run it through a computer simulation, it sounds great, but it's not practical. At all for anybody, especially on like some of these these parkway. I mean, like in in a, inner city parkways or boulevards like Queens Boulevard or Eastern Parkway or or, or I'm just trying to say Highway, Westside Highway or or a lot of these 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 roadways that are that are technically city streets, but are, are you know or the the Pelham uh, Pelham Parkway or or um, any of these things that run through the city uh, that that are functionally. Um, through thoroughfares, but not necessarily, you know, uh, parkways or highways. And 25 miles an hour, as I said, it sounds really, really cool, but it's really hard to maintain a 25, especially if there's no traffic in front of you. Yes. To maintain, I mean, if, if you're stuck in, in bumper to bumper and you're driving 25 miles an hour, then, you you know, you just, that's what it is. But if you're sitting there on, 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 uh, again, I'll use Queens Boulevard or or any of these boulevards in, in the city, and you're driving 25 miles an hour at, at at three in the morning, and there's nobody out there, or or you know early in on 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 in the morning, and there's nobody out there. It's hard to do. It's hard to maintain 20. It's hard to set you. you I, I think your cruise control may not even uh, engage at 25 miles an hour. I don't know if it does because that's a good question. How, how fast that or how fast that speed limit isn't. If you're in the suburbs, like you drive around a, a typical suburb neighborhood, it's not 25 miles per hour. It's it's just it's almost 
it's not quite island down a highway, but that's what you feel like. Because like you said, if you early morning, like the time I come in, or if you're on, on a boulevard, like you're on Queens Boulevard, I don't know. And I'm pretty sure a, a, a mathematician would tell me otherwise. I don't know if you can get through a decent amount of lights at 25 miles per hour. I bet you it, it seemed like it wouldn't be time. You maybe get to what, three lights versus, you know, how you can always kind of run the lights where you can, you know, get it clicked and then boom, 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 get to where you need to go versus stopping every three lights. That doesn't seem that would help the, the flow of traffic. It seems counterproductive. And I understand you don't want people flying through at 70 miles per hour, but the person who's going to fly through 70 miles per hour was always going to fly through 70 miles, 70 miles per hour. That 25 mile per hour speed limit doesn't affect them at all. But it affects me because when I come in in the morning, there's nobody out there. So now I'm on Van Damme Street and what it used to take, essentially, you know, maybe I catch one light. I'm not saying I'm going 70. Now I'm creeping through and I'll say I didn't creep slow enough because I got clipped last week. And so uh, at 40, because it triggers, I think, at 10 miles, 10 past the speed limit. So I was probably going about 40. Would you think, you know, it's 40 miles per hour on a road that nobody's on at that time of morning? And I got clipped for a, a speed violation, and it just makes no sense. Well, that's what I—that's I, what I got. I got same thing. I, and and it's funny because you know they take the picture you see from from the traffic cam, and you see my car, and there's no other cars on 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 the boulevard, none. And I'm driving. I was driving uh, actually 11 miles over the speed limit. So instead of 25, I was driving 36 on a boulevard, no traffic, no cars, nobody. But. You know, I mean, that's the law. So, I mean, I, I got to pay it. There's no, there's no way around it. But, um, yeah, I think you, you said it wasn't me. <laughs> I, I, I could, I could try it, you know. But, I mean, the car's registered to me. So, even though they can say I wasn't, you know, that's that's the thing. That's the only good thing about it is when you get the, the traffic cam is they, the registrant pays for the ticket and there's no points on your license. I mean, they can't say it was you driving the car. You just say, yeah, you know, uh, but, but still. And I think that's probably what, what it, mostly what it is. It's just a revenue generator. It's just yes, people it is. Just trying, trying to raise revenue as opposed to, you know, uh, making the city safe again. Yeah, so building for their pension. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, because the city is, uh, you know, we've been talking about this and I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but uh, sorry, Mr. Ed, here we go again. Um, it, it's, it's the city is losing it, man. I'm seeing, uh, crimes and cases there was a situation uh the other day where i think it was like five kids kids oldest 20 the youngest 13 beat a cabbie to death in oh yeah Rock Rock Rock. Did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah yeah yes yes you know, i mean over i mean what are you what kind of money are you getting they beat this man to death and as i said it was two guys and three girls, three girls kids yeah um and so those kids you know took this man's life uh, there was a, a robbery. A, somebody sitting in an outdoor cafe in Astoria, Queens. Two guys roll up, g- brandishing guns, and rob them while they're sitting there waiting for their appetizers to come. You know, from from inside the restaurant, robbed them right on the street in front of everybody, and then, and then rolled off. So the criminals are brazen, man. And, and and I say all this to say that you know school is about to start back. And we kind of talked about this a couple of years, uh, I guess, during the pandemic. And uh, as the kids were going back to school last year, there was a concern about their mental health and their mental well-being. And I, you know, I, I know I talked to to people who teach, and 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 that's that was the discussion: their mental health, their mental well-being, and everybody was concerned about the kids. And now they've had a year 
of being in school while and now and they come and they've had a summer a while and now and now they're coming back to schools and I don't think schools are really ready. I really don't think they're really ready for what's about to come down the pike because I think this year, based on what I'm seeing in terms of of the kids in the neighborhood, based on what I'm seeing in terms of uh, the news reports, I think these kids are going to be buck wild out of control this year. Well, I, I tell you this, um, I agree with you um, because for a summer, the summer of 2022, it it, it, it was crazy with, with, as you mentioned, with the crimes that have been committed. Um, you know, when you go back to the uh, the Far Rockaway incident, um, you know, you always got to look at the foundation because these these the cab driver picked them up. And I guess these little girls are out overnight. And he's bringing them back and they try to skip out on the fair. So the first thing I think of, okay, why are these teenagers? Because I know I couldn't be out overnight as no teenager. I had to be in the crib. 13, why, yeah. Yeah, why are you out overnight? And then you're with like two 20-year-old, they, you know, young men. Because 20, you know, 21, they become men. And then you see them in the cameras. They're participating. They're not like standing around playing, you know, uh, pocket pool. They're kicking and fighting. I'm like. Are you kidding me over fear? And this man is gone. And you you start, and there was a shootout in Harlem, um, I guess about two or three days ago. And they're actually shooting in broad daylight between the parked cars. And you're like, this is, this is, I think this is more than people just being cooped up in the pandemic, man. This is something else where folks have just lost it. And I don't know how we bring it back to some sort of uh you know, society where people are civil with one another uh, again. I, I don't know how we can do that because it's right now it's out of control, not just New York, but throughout our country where it's just like, it's been a bad summer with folks moving around with the things that they're doing to each other, you know, robberies and the shootings. It's, 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 it's really out of control throughout our country. It's going to change uh, September 1st, Derek. Why September 1st? Uh, September first, you can start filing for your gun permit. Oh, I'm getting me a gat. I'm getting me so, a gat. Shoot. When the, when a cat think he's gonna roll up on you, he don't know if you packing or not. So he might be a little hesitant because he might get one in the chest or in the head. Uh, there was an incident, I think, it was in Indiana, where there was a uh, young man was a came in as a mass shooter, tried to shoot up the place. But there was another cat in there who had his gun on him and ended his life and yeah. cut that short. Yeah. yeah. So there might be a chance that people who want the, to be protected and they'll be the ones who carry guns and seeing a crime being committed or something or they're trying to be robbed, you know, they will protect themselves or maybe they protect others. Now, I know Mark has been... And his position with that is he's, he doesn't want anything to do with it. But maybe we all need to schedule, you know, like a, a trip one day to the to the gun range. You guys are interested? I, I already, I've already done it. I'm good. Like I said, I know I said you already. You see, this <laughs> yeah. is where, this uh, is why he got to deal with you. I said, yeah. I know Mark is not, you know, he's done it. But, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, you know, spark your interest. Just like a field trip. You know, you, you take us to where you went. How's that? Supervisor? Is this mandatory? What to go to a shooting range? Yeah, let's just mandatory. go. Let's see what it's mandatory. about. Mandatory. I mean, I'll, so we I'll can come go. back and have a, a civil conversation, and not a one-sided one from Keith and one from Mark. 
Anthony and Derek, and we need to go and we need to bust out guns, as them younguns say. We need to bust it off. <laughs> and then we can see, okay, this is, I understand what Keith says and I understand what Mark says. No, I think that's fair. I think that's, that's, fair. that's a reasonable right. thing. I think it's a reasonable, right now, it's reasonable thought. You know, when my you know. brother is like, yo, you know, he's putting in the waistband and Mark is like, I ain't want nothing to do with that after seeing the damage that it did. And I think maybe if we all were to go, we can definitely have a, a, a conversation that's intelligent. Be like, yeah, that's yeah. When they rip through you, it's real, man. From what we saw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, when when you when you carry a firearm, you have to be prepared because, again, you can't you can't warn nobody with a gun. I mean, I keep, can, can back. Oh, you no, up. ain't no warning. You, know, <laughs> you either prepared to shoot to, to uh, and they don't tell you to shoot for the leg or shoot for the arm. They tell you to shoot center mass. So. Generally speaking, that 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 is a life and death decision that you have to make, given whatever circumstances you're in, and 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 sometimes, um, you know, I mean, I don't know, I don't know, and that's why that's why I don't have one to this day. I don't know where my head is in regards to that, but I can say, honestly, say that I see that uh, crime is on the rise, and I also think just just in terms of self preservation. If you're a black man in America carrying a licensed firearm and you pull that, everybody talks about the, oh, you know, the only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. But you pull your gun and you black, just like that police officer, the undercover cop that was shot in the, in the subway years ago. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you remember that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't say, oh, this is a good guy with a gun. They go, that nigga's got a gun and they just start shooting. <laughs> So I mean I'm, I'm keeping it a hundred. That's that's no, that's exactly you're right, what Anthony, that, is, that is that is the truth. <laughs> so you there's no time to put on you know you know your all your all your accolades. You know yes I'm a scout leader and you don't have you to know, show your ID. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a deacon in the church. You know and and uh, I work with I work with you know uh, disabled children. No, they don't care about none of that. You know so there's yeah, there will be none of that at all. I'm just saying. I mean it, it's it's, it's tough and and and. You know, as I, I'm joking about it, but there's a lot of road cops out there. And before we go, I, I, I definitely want to talk about this thing um, yeah. that happened down in Arkansas. Mm. Uh, in Arkansas, there's a this video, I guess it's this viral video at this point, of three police officers beating the living daylights out of, uh, of a guy they claimed, you know, uh, was nasty and spit on a on a, a convenience store worker. Now I'm not saying that that, that 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 behavior should be tolerated, but the punishment definitely didn't fit the crime. And these guys acted like judge, jury, and could have been executioner because the way they were going at this this young man. And and this is this is something that I'm sure will 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 get a lot more attention than 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 many of these because the assailant or the 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 the, the I hate to use the word perpetrator, but the, the suspect is not black, but they were beating him like his name was Tyrone. Uh, <laughs> Yo, they, they beat him like he was a runaway slave. Oh, no, it was Knees, cold. punches to the head. And I'm like, three of y'all can't take down this one man? You got to beat him like that? Now, remember, Keith, he's already down. So uh, he's right. already down. It was just That was just like the icing on the cake. And for our, <laughs> our listening audiences, the way this one guy is kneeing him, he's not Ooh. like just, he's like jumping up like he's trying to run and just, I'm like, yo, he, the kid ain't going nowhere. Put your <laughs> knees down. It was like, 
I don't know if they ain't tightened nobody up all summer. I don't know. But it looked like that was from June, July, and finally August. We got somebody we could put this ass whooping our hands down on. And they really, you know, they did this guy, this young man, a disservice. And even when, the, you know, the girl is videotaping, they continue on. And, they, and their thing to her was, um, you know, please back up. He's still going to get this ass whooping, but please back up. You know, I'm like, they didn't even care. That's what's scary. And isn't it something? It's coming another ass whooping by the police close to football time. I tell you, this is like amazing. I don't know what this is. I don't know. Now, it looked like he was, they was trying to initiate him into a gang. Look at the gang. (laughs) Initiation of where they were beating his ass. You ever seen anybody uh, install carpet when they hit that little, that uh, that thing? That's that's how he was doing that. And he went way back because he was like, uh, I'm not sure uh, what that machine is called, but it's like a thing yeah, that kind of grips the carpet, and, right. and it's, a, it's like a little knee pad. That's what he was doing. It was like he was, oh yeah, that or you know, he's a carpet installer or a former gang member. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, as I said, I mean, you know, so yeah, I, I, I like the I, I, in theory, I like the idea of of uh, firearm possession. Again, you know, when you when you have a carry permit, it's so much different than than you know, and I, this is what I say about about uh, protection. People say, "Well, I need a firearm." For protection the best firearm you could have for for protection home protection is a shotgun you don't have to be good with your aim uh soon as you cock it that's usually the best alarm system for any damn body uh when you hear that 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 shell being put into the chamber that usually straightens most people out out your house and as i said you point in the general direction of of the assailant and you have a good shot at, at getting them um but you know carrying a, a pistol out in the street. And, and as I said, these Arkansas cops, if they had found a gun on that man, they would have killed him. They yes. would have killed him. So, yes. uh, you know, or Philando Castillo, where even when you announce you have one, it changes the dynamic. I, policing in America needs to be overhauled, I think. Uh, but at the same time, we're in a situation in America where we need good policing because the, the, some of these kids need to be overhauled. You know, so we'll see. I mean, you know, uh, watch this space for the next one. Listen, folks, if you have not subscribed to Power to the People, get on it. Uh, because as I'm as we as we foretold, this uh, this fall is going to be an interesting time for a lot of us. Uh, it's going to be an interesting time to watch. I believe that as kids, as little kids go back to school, I know your grandbaby's going to school for her first year, right, Kate? No, she's still in daycare. She's still there. Okay. All right. So she's in daycare, but I mean, she yeah. She'll be in first grade or second grade when she talk. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Okay. Anything you want to share? Anything you want to tell us? Sounds stressed. She talked too damn much. That's what it is. I'll tell you what it is. She talk. Just talk, talk, talk. Like a grown person. Conversation. Wow. Asking a thousand questions. That's good, though. That's no, a curious mind. She, she has a vivid imagination everything. It's, it's scary. What? So she's in, she's in daycare, and I'm glad she's in daycare, and that's cool. Uh, as I said, the school year is starting. We're going to have a lot of knuckleheads going back to school, and there's going to be stories to be told, and you want to be right here to hear those stories. Listen, anywhere you get your podcast, you get us. Just type it in. Powell to the people. T-O-T-H-E. People, power to the people, and you can find us anywhere uh, you're listening to your podcast, including in this very same space that you're listening right now next week. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, find us on Twitter at Powell to the Peeps, P O W E L L, the number two, 
The letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S, Pile to the Peeps on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook at Pile to the People, and you can follow us all on Instagram. We will see you back here in this space next week. Peace. Peace.